Okay, uh, welcome uh, Miss Wong Tohi, the District yep. Director, Toastmaster District 87 for the period uh, 2000, uh, 2019 to 2020, which will end in on June 30th, 12 o'clock Mountain Time. It has been a pleasure to meet you and it's been an honor to have the opportunity to talk to you and to interview you. So I hope by having this podcast, uh, basically it could inspire all of us, you know, who are in, in Toastmaster or probably who are thinking of joining Toastmaster, if they could give them uh, give us some inspirations and what behind the scene you work as district director. Welcome. And I'm Rona, your host. Thank you, Rona. Okay, um, I'm Rona Watiwongso, your host. You are uh, the director from 2019 to 2020. Maybe if you mm -hmm. could share with us your journey in Toastmaster uh, from the beginning until now. So we could basically, so you could share and we could learn, you know, what journey to go to the leadership kind of role and what your passion in why you are passionate about Toastmaster. Competent Toastmasters. That was the old time very quickly. And then I became the president and the third year. After that, I was actually very quiet for about five or six years. Every year I only participated in the speech contest and I would do two or three speeches. That's about it. And I thought, oh, okay, my role will be from the back to support other people. But After that six years, I actually attended one of the conventions and I heard an analogy from a world champion. He was talking about the story of someone climbing the mountain and for a while, you know, the people climbing, they actually would camp over. Sometimes you get tired and you camp over. So some people would camp for a short time, but some people would camp for a longer time than required and some would camp forever. And that actually struck me pretty bad. I was suddenly woken up by that analogy and I was thinking, hey, I was one of the campers. I have been camping for the last six years. I have not done anything in Toastmasters. Why am I wasting my time? I mean, in between, although I was like area director straight after that, but then nothing much was happening then. And all of a sudden, I had this urge after listening to that story that I wanted to complete my DTM. I wanted to go into the leadership track. I was doing like speech basically, and then the, the contest, and that's about it. So the following year, I picked up the rest of my projects. I had about 20 speeches to go to complete for DTM, and I did that. And I finished all my projects, I got my DTM, and I actually got into the division director's role during that year's convention. So I became a division director. And then straight after that, I was invited to be the admin manager in the district again. And I thought, oh, okay, I'll try it. And I'll see, you know, how it was like. After being in that district position, district officer's position, I realized that there is so much more to learn and there is so much more to explore. And I tried that. And I went on to go on to club growth director after that program quality director. And then straight after that would be district director, which is what I'm holding now. So it wasn't, um, it was quite smooth selling, but there were so much to learn along the way when you become the ending manager, when you become the club growth director, and then the program quality directors. 
there is a price to pay. You really have to actually work for your district. It's just not about the club anymore. It's actually so much more. Like, you know, the whole district will have 100 other clubs. Yeah, that's why, you know, what inspired me was actually, you know, the fact that I realized that I need, if I want to change something, you know, something that I'm not happy with the district, but if I want to change it, I have to be in that position to change. I can bring up my issues to the district leaders and all that, but then nothing can be changed. You know, it's all dependent on the district leaders, whether they wanted to help you or not. So what inspired me was actually, I wanted to be that person who can help the members to change. And I also wanted to move on in my leadership track and see how far I can go. And I really don't want to be a camper anymore. I want to reach the top of the mountain. Mm. Okay, yeah. thank you. So um, basically you have a vision, uh, what you want to do. That's why you yes. want to become a direct district director. So can yeah. you help us maybe to clarify on what your vision is at the time when you were installed as district director? Yep. Our vision is to understand the members' needs and motivate them to move to pathway. As we all know, you know, after the June 30th, there will be no more old educational path. And at this, at last year, at this time, our adoption rate for pathway is actually quite low for District 87 because a lot of people are actually unwilling to change. They don't want to move on to, you know, a lot of people are complaining about the online thing and, you know, they, they will say, I'm not tech savvy and all that. But I think the pandemic has actually brought out a lot of potentials from people that can actually go online and Zoom meeting and all that. And there's no excuse that they couldn't get into pathway. But our vision was actually to try to help people to get into pathway so that we can continue with the educational path program and expand with more Bahasa clubs if possible. That's another thing. And also to listen to the members' needs, you know, like how can we build quality clubs in District 87? We were having a bit of trouble earlier, you know, prior to that, you know, for a few years. My goal was actually to achieve distinguished district status as our district has gone through actually major overhaul and lost quite a number of clubs in the past few years. But then we were building up in the last two years, we were actually slowly building up. Not quite to the extent that we wanted to be, but this year we really wanted to actually push it over, see if we can get to the distinguished status. Yeah, so our vision is actually to understand the members' needs, you know, to serve them so that we can actually get everyone to chip in, work together as a team, so to achieve the goal. Mm. And I think uh, if you compare your goals when you were installed as district director and now, mm -hmm. what do you think mm -hmm. you have achieved and what do you think that you could have done better? At the moment, we have about 10 clubs short and 380 members short. And at this stage, all I can say is I'm really grateful for those you know, that actually put in the efforts. Right from the beginning, we knew that it was going to be a, a tough fight for this year. But with 10 days to go, I know I have a really tough patch ahead of me. I know I have to do the final sprint for these 10 days, but I do believe that we can achieve that. You know, when we set up the goal of being distinguished, we thought it was actually going very smoothly for the beginning until pandemic strikes and then everybody went online. We had the meetings and everything, but the issue is, a lot of people actually lost the job, so they couldn't continue as you know, to pay for the membership and all that. So we've got to start looking elsewhere, you know, like 
those people who can be reinstated because they're not back in the club, they're somewhere else, but they can actually join online. So that's opportunity as well. So comparing to what we started out now, I would say I'm actually quite happy with it, but I can't just stop here. I still have the 10 days to fight to get the 10 clubs and 380 members so that we can achieve that distinguished status. I really hope that we can do that. And I believe we can if we actually put our heart to it. Mm. Uh, now that uh, a new district director has been installed, but let's mm-hmm. assume that if you continue become the district director, what would mm-hmm. you have done to continue it? What more would you like to do? I would think, you know, if I continue as a district director, which I don't think I want to, <laughs> I want to pass on to another person because I think there are a lot of capable leaders around. Now, if I do continue, I think I would continue to build clubs because I think it's that's very important for a district. Clubs are, you know, members are our base, our foundation, and they're the most important in the whole district. Now, if we do not have members, we won't have clubs. Mm. And that's why the foundation will not be strong for a district. So I will continue to build clubs. I'll continue to bring in more members. And I'll also be more stringent with the educational um, achievement. Uh, sometimes uh, we do tend to get a bit overcarried. Uh, you know, a lot of people these days, it's, uh, it, it seems like there's a, it's actually, you know, like people will actually achieve their educational goal quite fast. But I want to be like, I want everybody to have to hold up the Toastmasters core value and actually work to achieve that educational achievement, you know, like, to prove to us that you have actually learned, you improve, and you change. You become a better speaker, you become a better leader through this training. So that's what I would like to do, you know, continue to build quality clubs. Mm. Uh, I think so far we have been talking about. Uh, quality but is there any quantitative goals uh, with something we can measure whether or not you already achieve or something which you would like to achieve um yes actually toastmaster international gave us the target every year so this year you know to achieve distinguished status we need 129 clubs currently we're actually at 119 so the quantity is there we just have to follow what toastmasters international is actually giving to us you know, that's the basic, like, distinguished, then the select distinguished, you have to have more clubs, and then the president distinguished, and also the smartly distinguished. In TI, there are four levels, but I'm only hoping to achieve the, the lowest one at this stage, because I think that will actually boost the morality of the whole district to actually move on. We have always been uh, very diverse in language, in culture, you know, logistically. There are three countries in this district. So it's very hard to actually get everybody together. But now we're actually beginning to see and actually hold, like, you know, the, the atmosphere of everyone can come together. And we are hoping to build, in terms of quantity-wise, if I have to be more clubs, I would really want to go into Indonesia, build the Bahasa clubs. Because mm. you have the fourth largest population in the world, and I really think that you guys can do a lot better with Bahasa. Toastmasters is not just about, you know, the... Public speaking part is not about learning a language only, but it's about the skill, you know, of communication, skills of public speaking that we can actually t- take up. And that is important because everybody in Indonesia speaks Bahasa. If they want to polish the skills in communication and public speaking, there will be plenty of clubs around mm. that people can learn. And then after that, 
they may want to venture into language, yes, they can actually move on from there. Mm. Okay. That's what I want to encourage. Mm. Okay. Thank you for sharing uh, your vision and what you have achieved. But now if you can uh, discuss, I think you wanted to be a district leader because you were inspired when you attended a convention. But yes. from your experience, now that you have been a district director, what mm-hmm. benefit as a district director do you get? The biggest benefits I get, I got were actually having the opportunity to lead the whole district and to share platforms with other leaders around the world. We get to go to uh, uh, overseas convention. We get to meet leaders from around the world. The opportunity to learn because we get to go to the training from different leaders and also to be given opportunities to visit different clubs as well as the district director. Now, although for this year, majority were on Zoom meetings, I, was, I still enjoy the benefits of being able to join the meetings and actually meet everybody online. The biggest benefit as a district director will probably be you have the authority to actually control everything and also to learn as much as you can as you, as you go on, on your journey of being Director. Do you find like a big breakthrough while you become a district director, something which you think that you have done, you know, something amazing or not just what you have done, but for yourself, actually for your personal development, if mm-hmm. you can think of what do you get something which really strike you or something that you can really take away? Yeah, actually I'm a sanguine of you know, character, I talk, I talk, I talk, I don't listen. Mm. And I like, you know, when people talk too much, I actually cut off. But the biggest lesson I learned is actually, I listen. I learn to listen to the members. You know, when they call me or when they text me, I learn to be very patient with them. I'm actually of a, a person with very quick temper. You know, like, if I see something, I would just like jump to conclusion very quickly. But then these days, I learn to take a step back. I learn to take a deep breath and think, oh, is there something that they wanted to tell me? That's the biggest wake-up call for me. I learned to listen to people. You know, I have to actually understand what they want and don't get, you know, mad or get angry as certain things don't jump to conclusion, but listen, analyze, and then try to help as much as I can. Yeah, that's the biggest lesson I learned. Okay, I think the takeaway uh, from your district director role, uh, in addition to be able to practice a leader, basically mm-hmm. then you also become more of a listener and control your temper. So basically you can listen more and take actions accordingly. Yeah, and also be humbled by the whole experience. Uh, I am actually like learning to be, like, you know, you know how a leader can be humbled by your members. Mm-hmm. You know, when we actually learn all these things, the, the humbleness is originally a lot of times we feel that we are the leader, you know, you, you are not humble enough, but I actually learned that we can be humbled by the members. Mm, maybe you know, there is so much to learn, but you learn to actually adapt to what they can do or what they, they want to do. And then you learn to, understand that, okay, this is how they would do it. 
like like I say, I'm a, a sanguine, you know, I'm I person, you know, I do things my way and I want to, you know, do this and that and I want to be very fast on everything, but then sometimes it doesn't happen that way. So I need to understand that the members want to go this way. It will still get there. It might take a bit of time, but I just need to adapt to what they wanted to do and motivate them along the way. And that's why that's what I call, you know, I'm humbled by them because I really need to come down to, to the level that when we talk about, you know, we, we want to listen to the needs of the members. This is what we need to do. Maybe we need I to think, go on the same level. Yeah. I think maybe if you can give a real example, like uh, what, what the members want to do, uh, which really make you feel humble. So exactly. Because I, I think I'm listening of what you just said. I'm still thinking what kind mm-hmm. of actions, you know, was that, you know, so maybe if you can give, a more concrete example. Okay, now if I wanted a club to say, okay, uh, a division or area director to actually charter a club. Now, when they come back to me, I say, oh, you can do this, this, this. Uh, for example, I say, you know, I want to charter a Barca club. But up to now, I haven't seen any Barca club being chartered yet. This is something that is like, you know, I feel like, oh, you know, Indonesia, Barca club, what's so hard about it? But then I came to realize that, you know, People in Indonesia might not want to use their own language. They want to learn English. And the members are finding it hard to actually, you know, when you get in members, they maybe maybe they want to learn the skills of speaking, but they also want to learn the language at the same time in a really fast way, not the slow way. What I want them to do is, okay, charter the club, learn the language, you know, learn the skills first, then the language. But these people, they want to come in, learn the skills and the language together. So that's why... I have to listen to them and say, okay, you know, you do it your way, get them in, work together, maybe have a bilingual club where you can speak English and Bahasa together. Hmm. I think there are a couple Bahasa Toastmasters, I think, in Indonesia. Yeah, there are, but then, see, I, I'm actually, like, you know, to me, I would want to see another 20 clubs, you know, another 10 clubs or 20 clubs more, because I feel that there are plenty of opportunity in Indonesia, because yeah. everyone can speak Bahasa, but can they do proper public speaking? Can they communicate well with other people? See, that's what I would like to see more. Mm. Yeah, I see. So, so what you mean is just, you know, Toastmaster is not just learning about the language, the English language, but actually you learn about effective communication skill and leadership skill. So in yes. whatever language that you, you use, it doesn't really matter because you need to learn the skill. Even if you speak a Bahasa on a day-to-day level, but yeah. do you actually speak effectively? And also yes. by, have, by joining Toastmaster, you learn about the leadership skill, which I think is a very important skill in your life as well. Yes, yes. A lot of people come to Toastmasters Club, they only want to learn public speaking. Leadership, they will shy away. Only until you get yourself into the leadership role, get involved with the members, you know, to try to listen to the members, then you understand that you actually grow from there. It's a very different experience too. When you do public speaking, you know, it's more for personal gain. But for leadership skill, it's for the gain of the majority, everyone. It's actually us, not just me anymore. Hmm. It's a team, you know, it's everybody. Yeah, I think there's an interesting point. So basically, uh, like Toastmaster is... Communication, which is for personal development and also leadership, which I think involves a lot of people. So maybe if you can share with us the path to the leadership, to your 
district director. So what is the normal path that people go through before they become the district director and what kind of skill do they gain along the way? Okay. Now the path to district director is actually basically everybody starts out the same. You start with the educational path and then you start taking role in the club as president or VPE, you know, all those different roles. And then you move on to be an area director or a division director. And then you move on to the district roles. You could be an admin manager, or you can go straight to a club growth director or a finance manager. These are the senior district roles. Now, once you get into club growth director, it's basically a, a ongoing three years role. If you get continued, you know, like if you continue on the following year, you will become the program quality director, and then you become the district directors. But then for CGD to PQD, you still get elected, meaning people may put you if you are not good. They will actually have people fighting for that position. Generally, from PQD to DD, it's it's quite natural because you are already in the path and you move on from there. So club growth director will actually look after the club business and all that, you know, like the membership and all that. Now, program quality director looks after the educational track. There were different areas. So once you go have gone through that. When you become a DD, you actually know the two areas pretty well. Mm. So for anybody who wanted, who's interested, my take is to get your foundation right. Learn all the basic skills of public speaking, communication, and then take the role in the club, start from the you know club level up, and then eventually take the role. When you take the role of area director, you actually look after a few clubs for you. So when you go to the division director, you actually look after the few areas plus all the clubs in there, probably about 10 clubs or 12 clubs or whatever. Then when you move on to, you know, further up to the club growth director, you're actually looking after the whole district, but in that particular business and program quality is the same, you know, education of the whole district. Now DD is the one who actually oversees everything in the district. Mm. In, in general, how long does it take uh, to become a district director? I think from your experience, what is the normal or the usual duration and what is the fastest? Actually, I would not encourage the fast one because the, fast, the more you spend your time in Toastmasters, the more you get to know, you know, understand everything. If you actually take it on too fast, let's say you finish you know, your first love or first part in a year, and then the following year, you start becoming a president. And the third year, you start going into district. I would not encourage that. Because you really have to go through the proper path of learning how to speak, get to the roles of at least a VPE or a president. That would take one year each. And then you move on to area director another year, division director another year. And then into the district level, you know, if you don't go through the ME manager, finance manager, you go straight to CGD. That's another. So I would say at least five years before you can actually move on to that. Mm, okay. It will take and, a while. In general, you know, what motivates those people who want to become district director? Quite a number of people are like me, you know, like after they went through the educational path, they think that, you know, the leadership path is another challenge. Some people have like, you know, they wanted to be acting outside as leaders or they are already leaders somewhere else. They just want to learn more. So some people are motivated because for the fact that, you know, the district leaders get to go, you know, mingle with the more other district leaders and, and, you know, get trainings and all that. But bear in mind, all this are at basically 
you don't get paid. It's a voluntary thing. So you, you need to spend time. You really need to spend time to get into all this. So people who are actually in it will have the heart for it. You know, they, will, they really care for the development of the Toastmasters because those who doesn't care and they just want the benefit of it, then they will be out pretty quickly. Mm. Okay. So in you really general, need to have a heart to care, yeah. In general, how many hours per week do you need to spend as a um, director? As a DD? Mm. Every day you're on your phone, like you know, you get messages all the time. You know, people will message you about certain issues. If there are certain issues, you just have to be on it all the time. Like now, during the pandemic, of every evening I'm actually online to join different meetings. So you do have to spend quite a number of time, like number of hours a week, at least I would say every day, uh, for two or three hours spent on you know looking after all the developments and all that. Yeah, and then now with all the meetings every evening, I'm actually online, mm. listening to different, you know, joining them. Mm. But you enjoy because you feel like uh, sharing is caring? Yes. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the last things, maybe if you want to to say or to cover anything which we haven't talked about, which you think that we should know or get inspired? Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. I always believe that the journey of a thousand miles begin with the first step. Now, to have something, you know, when I first started, I was very skeptical. But now I felt that everybody should actually get into this training. Call your friend. When you think that this is good, share with them. Get them in. Work together. Because this is something that we can learn together. And then we can benefit the society. If everybody can communicate well, there won't be so much problems with communication. If everyone can actually work together as a team, no matter where you go, you would know how to deal with people in your own respective companies or household. That's how I feel about it. At this stage, you know, like, you know, we all are fighting for our targets. But I also believe that when everybody put their heart into it, everyone should be in that bit of effort like yesterday we mentioned that you know it's only a call away call your friends call those friends that have been you know away for a long time away from Toastmasters bring them back in we can actually make our district strong and grow from here because I would really like it to see it at one stage we had about 170 clubs now we have only about 119 120 I really want to see going back to that stage but with quality clubs moving on mm. that's what i want to encourage all the members you know work on it when you benefit from it share to others because sharing is caring like you say you know you care for others to grow as well and this is the opportunity to learn i have seen too many examples of people actually gain the benefits and learn you know and grow so much and change their life because of toastmaster so i would actually encourage people to actually go out and tell people about it you know Get excited about it and get into the leadership role. Learn from it mm. and do it the proper way. Mm. Okay, thanks. And I think maybe one last question. Mm-hmm. Now that you just finished with district director, do you want or do you aspire to move higher? Let, let's say to regional director or to president or roles in Toastmaster International. At this stage, uh, we just wanted to take a break. <laughs> Actually, uh, I have a lot of other things uh, which I put on hold to finish this. 
So I'll probably be concentrating on another things first, other things, but I'm still the immediate past district director, so I'll be supporting the district from behind. And then I will concentrate on doing my own things for a while. And me, who knows, you know, sometimes, you know, when opportunity comes, then I would probably be thinking about it. Maybe not now, um, it'll probably be later. I'll give myself a, probably a break of about two years from the leadership role. I, I concentrate on my own work and my own things in life because there are other things that I wanted to concentrate on, which I put on hold already for a long time. <laughs> okay. Thank you very much, uh, Miss Wong Tohi, for the opportunity you, Rona. To, to have a talk with you to inspire all of us. And thanks for serving as District Director Toastmaster District 87. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Yeah, nice talking to you.